The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to talk about Fair City. Right, so you might have seen this. There's a new character. Fergal is his name. And my God, Fergal is a beaut. Take a listen to him in the pub. I'm going to take a wild guess here. You paid for those drinks by car, didn't you? Yeah. Everyone does. Exactly. So? When did you start doing that? I don't know. A couple of years ago. So during the pandemic? I suppose. You see? What are we supposed to see? Cubano. Who benefits? The banks. Exactly. Follow the money, my friend. Financial institutions wanted us to switch to contactless payment. So hey presto, all of a sudden, handling cash actually becomes toxic. An actual debt risk. Convenient, or what? You're hardly saying the banks caused COVID. They didn't need to. Governments engineered a false narrative exaggerating the danger. And they did that for the banks. Governments bending over backwards for bankers. Oh, who could ever imagine such a thing, huh? One hand washes the other. It's all about data harvesting in the end. Think? Fable? Ah, no. You've been too good already. I'll get them. At least they still take cash here. <laughs> yeah, that was Fergal in uh, McCoy's, isn't it? Isn't that the name of the pub uh, in Carrickstown? Uh, anyway, as you heard, uh, his views are that, well, COVID was something of a conspiracy between the banks uh, and uh, governments to wean us off cash and enslave us. He also thinks that Ireland uh, is full and he's got a whole host of other uh, views anyway that controversial is how you might describe them. Anyway, Stephanie Preisner is with me, the writer and the broadcaster. Stephanie, what did you make of uh, Fergal's appearance in Carrickstown? I think it's great that Fergal is in Carrickstown. Um, I think that, you know, Fair City has always kind of represented the the public you know they and they've always kind of kept on top of things they had the first gay kiss you know soap is is very important uh for the in the lives of people who watch it and there are unfortunately people like Fergal out there who believe these things and I think that it's important for now I'm interested to see how they go about this because you have a huge responsibility here like you could make Fergal this sort of genius who saves Carrickstown or you can highlight the dangers of fascism and these conspiracy theories he's been out saying you know uh, we didn't hear it in that clip but he has also said that Ireland is full that he's anti-refugee he has some very strange um, feelings about women and their place so I'm interested to see what they do with this character but I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that he's in there's a lot of people on Twitter calling for his removal and I think removing him because you're offended by him is just causing more of this problem at the same time, I mean, there's only a handful of characters in Carrickstown. And if Fergal, I don't know, represents five or ten percent of the characters we see on screen. I mean, people with his views, they do exist, but they're not five or ten percent of the population. Is there a danger you amplify the impact that people with those views can have by giving them a spot on Carrickstown? Well, I think that there's there might be five percent of people who feel like this, but the 95% of people who don't feel like that, I think, need an education about how dangerous it is that these 5% of people exist, you know. Um, I think if you're not on social media, like maybe a lot of the audience who watch Fair City aren't, and you don't know how insipid and how people who hold, maybe like you have a chat with someone in a bar and they have a slightly problematic view on one thing, but you let it slide, how insipid these things can be and how they can grow legs. So, yeah, go on. 
No, I can't remember what I was going to say. Go on. Oh, sorry, that's my fault for uh, interrupting your train of thought. Um, but uh, it, w- what would you like to see done with the character over time? I mean, is it that Fergal has some kind of Damascene conversion? Is it that people kind of uh, in Carrickstown realise how to deal with them? Or is it just that, again, it reflects reality and everyone in Carrickstown does what the rest of us do when we meet the Fergals in our life? And we all have got Fergals in our life. You just kind of nod along because you couldn't be bothered having the row. Well, you know, soap opera is is very dramatic and often goes to the extremes of what happens and isn't very relatable in our daily lives, you know? (laughs) But, you know... So I imagine that what will happen, having worked in soap myself and having worked on Fair City for a little while, he will probably maybe convert some people to his way of thinking. It might get very dark. The way that they introduce characters to these TV shows is often they will see what the audience reaction is. And if he's really not liked, then they won't keep him. But if he is liked and he's caused, you know, if people on News Talk Radio are talking about him, they'll probably keep him in for the ratings. You know, you've got a lot of people now who probably don't pay their TV license who'll be tuning in to see what happens (laughs) um, because they agree with his statement. So I think it'll probably get a lot darker before you know, maybe he's he's the the construct of his own demise. I'm really not sure. John McGurk is with us as well, the editor of Crypt. John, what did you make of uh, Fergal's introduction to Carrickstown? Well, first of all, I'm one of those people who don't pay my TV licence and I won't be tuning in to see what happens. I think it's interesting, Kieran, um, on a couple of levels. First of all, I, I, I'm not particularly familiar with Fair City. I don't watch it very often, if at all. But I don't recall anyone else's political views ever being depicted on the show particularly. I mean, Stephanie mentions that this guy represents 4, 5, 6% of the population, whatever it is. But there's another 4, 5, 6% of the population who you might meet in a pub who go on blathering at you the whole time, telling you how everything is the patriarchy's fault and how, um, you know, we need to do X, Y, and Z on climate change. Spores. No, no one with those political views ever gets represented on, on television because apparently the people who make these shows consider those people to be the norm, even though if you actually interact with people in the real world, they aren't necessarily. They might be the norm in which the producers uh, move in or might represent their views, maybe. But the, the idea that these, these political views are being represented is, first of all, I think the producers saying they're abnormal, which is you know, obviously, they are going to play up stuff like, oh, the, the you know, moving away from cash is a boon to the banks. But there are other views which the character may have in relation to immigration, for example, which aren't fringe at all. I mean, 60% of the population in the most recent opinion poll on the matter, which I think was Red Sea in the Sunday Business Post, believe that immigration is too high. So the idea that that's being presented as some kind of fringe view, I think, is a bit uh, unusual because it's objectively not, according to the data that we have. Um, in terms of the purpose for doing this and why, why they're doing this, I, I, I don't know. I suspect Stephanie is right that it's about ratings and getting people like us on the radio to talk about it and getting an audience to react. Um, but I, I, I think that uh, if you want, I think it is probably clearly going to go in some direction where they, where they try and present this guy as a representative of the hated and ever terrifying far right that is always allegedly on the rise but never seems to materialise. That, 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 that I think is where they're going. But uh, I mean, you're... you're allegation that kind of the producers you know um, hold certain views that they kind of that they deem kind of the norm and that these are the abnormal views why then do none of the other characters bleat on as you say about climate change and things well, I don't know. That's the point. I mean, if you're a soap opera that's suddenly going to represent political views in your show, then where's the full spectrum? Where is the uh, where is the college student with the nose ring telling us all about um, the importance of feminism? Like It's not there. There's only there's only, this is the first time, and the reason these political views are being presented is, I think, 
to present them, uh, or not, not, not I think, but the fact that they are being presented on the show, I think immediately signifies them as being a little bit abnormal or unusual, because this is a show on which I suspect day-to-day politics is not normally discussed. Uh, in whatever the local pub is in Perry City. So the very McCoy's, fact don't pretend you don't know it's McCoy's. I've never seen an episode and I know it's McCoy's. I haven't a notion. Um, but, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not a show that is traditionally a political <laughs> show. Therefore, the inclusion of these, these views is intended to be notable and is intended to get us talking about these views specifically. And they don't feel the need to get us to discuss or debate over our entertainment any, any other set of views. But one thing but, I but think... I mean, sorry, but, it's, is, but, it, but it, it, like, is feminism and climate change as controversial as somebody suggesting that the government and the banks conspired to plan COVID to wean us off cash and enslave us? <laughs> well, well, I'm not talking about somebody saying women should be equal. I'm not talking about that version of feminism any more than than I would be talking about uh, maybe maybe getting rid of cash is bad for old people who've relied on it for years. There are degrees of views, but we 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 all know and we've all encountered the people who will tell you, for example, that the country is ruled by a patriarchy and that women are routinely abused just by 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 men in general. You know, we've we've heard there are people out there who believe those things, uh, who take their views to an extreme, and they aren't represented. And this is a guy who's being represented as having taken a particular set of views to perhaps an extreme when he starts talking about conspiracies and the banks being involved and all the rest of it. And I, I do think it's interesting that they've chosen to highlight those views. But I also think what might be very interesting is I suspect if you are somebody who watches Fair City or somebody who also probably watches RT News and Current Affairs and relies on that channel for your news, and you might not ever have been exposed to anyone saying. Maybe immigration's a little bit too high. Maybe some of what's happening in schools isn't great. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe we're doing too much on climate change, and there isn't as much we can do. It might well backfire. That would be interesting. How, uh, that couldn't be possibly true. That the two things you said, like as in over sixty percent of the population couldn't think that immigration is too high, and yet you be somebody who's never been exposed to a view that immigration is too high. Well, you know, you I, kind I of suggest that's the majority view out there, and yet there's all these scores of people watching First City who don't realise those views exist. So either it's, it's a common there, view there, or there, it's there, not. There are views that are, he- that are held that are not always openly aired or talked about in a rational way. And immigration is a good example of that. Immigration is, is, is an issue where the, the polls clearly show us that a majority feel that, they're, you know, that immigration numbers have, have gone beyond a level where they're sustainable and that there should, for example, be limits on immigration coming into the country. And yet that is, with the honourable exception of this show, uh, uh, not a view that is often platformed, particularly on the national broadcast, uh, um, for fear of anxiety. And I think it's interesting, it may be interesting if those views start being aired on that show, that people who hold those views and haven't been confident enough to articulate them mm. may find that they suddenly are. Uh, John says, not you, John, another John on the text line, uh, Feck it, Kieran, Fergal's right. I took cash out of the ATM today. First time this year. What's next? Are the banks going to give us free money? And it'll be useless then in a cashless society that the banks created. Somebody else says Fergal represents the majority of the population. And Jim says, I don't watch Fair City, but if Fergal is echoing what average Paddy and Mary believe is reality based on their own observations of what is actually happening on the ground, as opposed to those who live in leafy suburbs, then let him stay. So lots of support for uh, Fergal so far in the text. Stephanie, um, for the sake of equality, should we have more feminist college students with nose rings? Well, I just think like John coming on and saying like, well, I've never watched Fair City and I don't pay my TV license, but this is the first political character that's ever been on a TV soap. It's just like, talk about undermining yourself. Yes, there are political issues constantly. They've dealt with abortion. They've dealt like anytime there's a referendum, there's a storyline woven into it. Coronation Street had a transgender person like has a transgender person 30 years ago before, before any of us were even having that discussion. It's not that this person is being 
presented and, and, and saying, by the way, look, I think that maybe we've gone too far with immigration and that we need to be doing more is not the same as saying Ireland is full and setting fire to a building, which is where they're pushing this character to the more extreme end. And that's because soap opera needs that level of drama. Like it's not interesting to watch someone having you know, middle of the road centrist views. It's not, it's not, and those characters have different issues. They have marital issues or whatever, but we need these characters to open these discussions. John, you obviously have a television, do you? I do. So why do you not pay your TV licence? Because what's on at the moment is Sky Sports. Um, and, you know, what, you know what's, that, what's on most evenings is, is Netflix. I don't care what the law is. It's nonsense. I'm not going to obey a law that tells me I have to pay for something I don't watch, which produces stuff that I have no intention of watching. I would happily pay a TV license if it was going to this radio station, which I regularly listen. Uh, I pay for what You're I You're the television see, version of fair. I'm not going to get vaccinated. Uh, You're the television version of I'm not going to get vaccinated because everybody else is going to get vaccinated. I'm sure that you listen to RT News. News Talk, if that's the radio station that I you don't. listen to, they get there. I don't. I, I, I don't listen to RT News. I don't make assumptions. Yeah, but other, by the way, other, you said, uh, hold on a second. Oh, hold on a second. By the, way, by the way, I did get vaccinated. I got vaccinated four times, but it, it was everybody's right and choice not to get vaccinated if they so wished. And there were plenty of people I in the country. Talk talking, talking, talking about Stephanie about political extremism, there was never any representation that I'm aware of in Fair City of the various political extremists who went around the country, including Ryan Tuberty, for example, telling people if they weren't vaccinated, they shouldn't be invited to people's weddings. Only certain forms of political extremism in this country are allowed to be aired or allowed to be mocked. Um, and as for your, your assertion about this, this, this uh, as, as for, for, for your assertion, well, you're obviously an avid watcher of the show. I hope you enjoy it. But in terms of your, 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 your assertion in relation to this guy burning down buildings, as far as I can tell, that hasn't happened yet. You're making a leap. You're making a it leap has. immediately. You're making a leap immediately from somebody saying, I'm not entirely sure about this cashless society, to somebody burning down an immigration centre, mm. which I think, which I think is, the, is, is the intent of this character. I think the intent here uh, amongst the writers is to say to people, if you hear somebody talking about cashless societies or immigration being too high, be very wary, you could yeah. be dealing with an extremist. I think that's the purpose and I think it's a little bit insidious. John, do you think other people should ignore laws that they disagree with? I think I think people should ignore the law in relation to the TV license, and I'm very glad to see that more and more people are doing that because it's unsustainable to have a national broadcaster. And by the way, you know, when 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 I ignore that law, you accuse me of ignoring the law. When 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 climate protesters block roads, that's called civil disobedience and protest. There's a form of protest. If there are legal consequences for not paying the TV license, I will face them and deal with them, and that is fair and just in a society. But civil disobedience is a form of protest. I have no intention of subsidising a news station, which I don't think performs a public service broadcast, it's, it's public service remit. And I think there are a growing number of people, as the figures show every month, who are joining me in that view and are saying enough is enough here. These people are not doing what they're paid to do. They're not providing the service they're intended to provide. So is it breaking the law? Yes. But it's a conscious decision to which I'm admitting. And you know what? If there's a TV license inspector listening, come arrest me, take me to court and I'll explain it to the judge. I don't care. It's important enough and it's a point enough of principle of me to make that protest. John, if you end up in court, you'll have to come back on with us uh, the day and let us know uh, how you got on. Uh, John McGregor editor of Grip, Stephanie Preisner, the writer and broadcaster, podcaster as well. We're going to have to come back to this story, I think, again later in the show. My God, it's the amount of people getting in touch. Uh, the only people watching Fair City are in nursing homes, hospitals or shut-ins, says one listener. But people in nursing homes are perfectly entitled to watch Fair City. I mean, we shouldn't be dismissing them as a uh, uh, portion of the population. Anyway, Steve says, uh, there's far more than 10% of anti-immigrant sentiment in Ireland. Ireland is full of these people. Sadly, another listener, it is no more stupid than many of the storylines in the soap. The average intelligence 
confidence of the viewer is what I worry about. And Brian says, who watches Fair City? Older people who live alone. This is more of the stuff to damages and causes depression and fear among older people. It's wrong and it's bad pro- programming by RTE. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.